Okay. Wait, what's the... Oh, I get it. Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, welcome back to the show. I am here with the one and only, you know her from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 6, you know her from All Stars 4, you know her from The Switch Season 2. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Girl, bring me on. <laughs> Miss Gia Gunn. Hi. Gia, it is an honor to have you here. So, can they they hear me? Yeah. Is this being recorded too? Yeah. And then published later? Yeah, like I'll edit this part out. Oh. Gia, did you I was doing some research on you before I knew you're coming in today. You're from you went to Barrington High School. I did. Did you know I'm from Wheaton? What's Wheaton? Wheaton, Illinois, baby. 630. Oh my gosh. I remember. I used to talk to boys that had a 630 era code. Yeah, that's me, girl. Yes. No way. Yeah, but, but I didn't know you in the Chicago so you're days. Midwest. Yeah, baby. I'm, I'm Midwest, yeah. I live. Trying to do the do? Yeah, trying to get in the gig, girl. I live. Well, now here we are. Yeah. All across the land, in the land of the opportunity. Yeah. During the coronavirus. <laughs> it could not be any better. You got to talk into the mic, though. Oh, I do? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just talk so loud, I assume people's ears were getting blown out, you know? No, see, this is like how much better that sounds. Well, yeah, I just I just didn't want to sound like, I like to sound more soft, you know? <laughs> but yeah, sure, what's the tea? Every time I talk to my family, they're like, you know, you talk really loud. And I'm like, well, yeah, girl, you know, I was raised amongst Puerto Rican girls. Well, I'm happy to have you here, Gia. Um, I want to talk to you about a lot of things, actually. I don't know where to start. <laughs> you do? Let's start, okay, let's start with let's this. Let's get comfortable. This now. week is Trans Awareness Week. Wait, can I put my feet up here? Sure, go ahead. Oh, okay. This week is Trans Awareness it Week. It sure is. Well, Trans Day of Visibility is about celebrating, you know, the visibility. And then this is about remembering, I think, our, our trans brothers and sisters. And then there's Trans Day of Remembrance as well. Okay. So there are so many holidays within the trans, you know, spectrum umbrella what does trans awareness week mean to you you know i think for me it is a reminder that we need to celebrate trans people more than just one time a week a year you know i think we need to remember to celebrate trans people every day of the year so for me it's a friendly reminder that okay this week is cute but we need to celebrate each other in and out all the time. But I also think, you know, I also think it's a it's a time for people to just, you know, be conscious of also, you know, the, the things that are going on out there in regards to trans people. Also, for transgender individuals, you know, I don't really know. It's a good question, right? Because I think people could really interpret the holiday or, or the occasion however they want. It's something that I didn't really know as much about, I guess, until I moved to LA. Yeah. Um, and actually had trans people Same. in my and had actually had trans people in my life yeah. who I could make it more relatable to. Yes. And like hearing the stories online about some of the unfortunately terrible things that have happened, which makes yes. it even more important. Um, when let's talk about your uh, journey into the woman you are today. What was young Gia like? Well, I grew up in the suburbs in a Japanese American household so 
my parents were third generation, so I'm fourth generation, so we weren't very, like, I guess, I don't know, stereotypical Japanese. You know, we were very American. We didn't speak Japanese in the household. And I just think it's very important that people understand the difference between being raised as an American versus, you know, in in a very, like, cultural home. Sure. I think it's very different. The religious beliefs are different. The way that the parents are different. So my parents were very American. I think a lot of people think, honestly, that I was, like, born in Japan and, you know, they're they're very confused. But that's because I haven't been able to really tell my own story. So get into it. This is just the beginning. Um, But I was, you know, raised in in a home. Um, My sister had issues. Um, She had a lot of, you know, imbalances and and was very just violent in the home with, with our family. And so I spent your sister a lot was older than you were older. Younger. She's okay. five years old. And so, you know, I spent a lot of time by myself just in my room. Um, and that's when I, you know, got into Japanese classical dance at a young age. And I was really into theater and always wanted to, you know, put shows on and just craft and make things. Um, but I did. I spent a lot of time, I think, alone in my in my youth, like going to school and then just being at home alone and crafting and doing things. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I got into middle school and high school and I, and I started to have a lot of friends and then my parents got divorced at 15 and that's when I really started to rebel. I started to smoke weed. Um, I think I, uh, had my first sexual encounter with you know, another guy at 15. So that's also when I came out to my family as at that time gay, which my family was always very supportive. I think, you know, I had dressed up in the Japanese classical dance as a girl since five years old. So coming out as gay and just, I don't know. I just think they, they, they saw it coming. Okay. Not to signify that dressing up as a girl equals that someone's going to be homosexual, Um, but there were definitely tendencies there, you know, and I had, you know, came out or whatever at 15 and they were fine. And I had so many supporters around me and then I just, you know, I started to rebel. My parents were divorced. I'm like, okay, this is something different. And I quit the Japanese classical dance, which was something I really loved and really spent most of my, why did you quit doing Um, I, again, I started, you know, smoking weed and hanging out with my friends and, you know, going to parties and I just was over it. I'm like, I want to be a real kid now or a real teenager, whatever that fucking means. Sure. Can we swear on here? Of course. You can do whatever you want. So yeah, you know, I wanted to suck dick and, you know, do the things that 15 year olds do. Well, at the time, 15 year olds that I knew were doing this. Of course. So yeah. And I said, when I suck my first dick, I'm going to tell my parents I'm gay. And I did. And it was sickening. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to listen to you tell stories sometimes because in my head I'm cracking up. Because of, like, th- like your phrases and stuff. You're very quotable. Oh, very. <laughs> yeah, girl. I'd be a millionaire by now if I was just fucking smarter. <laughs> so, anyway. I mean, is that my childhood? I don't know. I feel like well, I could go on forever, girl. Let's talk about. Because so- I'm definitely a full grown woman now. So, well, something that you touched on that I'd like you know, to talk that about I'm is trans. I've been only, you know, a woman for five years. I mean, it gets very in depth. So what are we looking for? The childhood? Uh, well, I'm just saying, I know that you had this 
kabuki background and the dressing up yes, and you've always yes. had this on stage personality always. that's always been you know part of always. you always kind of understand that you going from being a hairdresser and having that kind of background kind of what led you into drag which led you into your transness transness yeah yeah yeah, yeah. transness trans identity trans yeah. identity um yes so i you know i 18 got exposed to my first gay club because I grew up in the suburbs. Wait so, a minute. Which one did you go to? And this isn't Chicago? Sangria. Oh, I don't know that one, actually. Yeah, see, I grew up predominantly around black and Latin communities. So when I grew up, I, I went to a lot of the Latin clubs as well. So Sangria was like a big Latin, more urban. Do you know what gotcha. I mean? Gotcha. I thought yeah. you were talking about the, the Boys Town Strip when you were talking about... Well, no, baby. Not yet. Okay. I was... Yeah. This we'll is, get there. This is where the hood girls went. Okay. Yeah, the voguing and all the <laughs> get a get a get all that. So yeah, girl, I you know, but then I got introduced into Voice Town. Okay. You know, at Sangria, I met my first transsexual, Allie Gunn. She was doing a drag show or what was called a drag show. Meanwhile, before then I had seen all the girls on MySpace, Naisha Lopez, Lila Star, Mimi Marks, very iconic trans women and drag queens. In, you know, the pageant drag world before there was a drag race. Okay. So these are icons that have contributed to the art of drag since day one because they're fucking old. <laughs> so anyway, you know, so I saw these women like, whoa, those are guys. I can't fucking believe this. Like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, I just couldn't believe it. I said, that's a fucking dude. Well, they were dudes. You know, this is how my mind, this is how my mind was working back then. Like everyone else's mind works. And I want to tell y'all right now, I'm not one of these trans people that's going to get on here and be like, well, my pronoun is this. That's too much, girl. Let's cut to the chase. <laughs> these were fucking people that were born as dudes. And they now look like gorgeous ass fucking women. And my mind is blown. Just like your mind is blown, your stepdad's mind is blown, and your Uncle Tom's mind is blown as well. <laughs> okay. Right? Exactly, yeah. Girl, you take home a picture of me to your straight brother and say, would you fuck her? He's going to say, well, what's he going to say? Well, not about me, but you're going to say this. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, we're not doing we this. We cut any- this part out. <laughs> we're not doing this anymore. But <laughs> it's the gag factor. You know what I mean? Well, no, we don't need to cut this part out because this is important. People need to become more comfortable with what where we're at in society. I can't get up here and say that people aren't gagged at the fact. Why do you think Nikita Dragon, Gigi Gorgeous, Carmen Carrera, Gia Laverne, all these names are famous because people can't believe that we were born as men. I'm just saying it for what it is. I mean, I, I don't know what else makes us so fabulous and special other than yes our own identities are fabulous and special and we do do deserve everything that we have but the likes and the shares and the retweets and the purchases of makeup lines and things that are revolved around transness are bought because people are flabbergasted at the fact that you're this goddess you are this energy who has obtained everything that they want yes and that is not something you can buy in life and so we saw you segue into RuPaul's Drag Race season six. Yes, you did. Because at the age of 18, after meeting the transsexuals and saying, okay, this is intriguing, but I'm scared. You know, I said, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm a gay guy. I'm 18. I like dick. So when you were, I, we're when, supposed to be when gay. you identified well, well, as why a, do I want to be a woman? When you identified as a gay guy, 
Yes. Did you have any part of your brain that was like, well, maybe this is still not exactly what I think I am? Absolutely. From day one. Okay. When I saw my first transsexual, I said, okay, something's wrong. Sure. Because there's something about that that I just, I know that's me, but it seems so far away. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure. At 18, little gay boy at the gay club and seeing this goddess, I'm just like, oh, like there was something intriguing, but I wasn't ready to do what other 18 year olds are now doing. Running the hormones, running the surgery, and a year later, gorge and stunning because they had the funds, you know, to do so. I just knew that that wasn't the path for me. I knew that that was something that takes time. That's something that I couldn't be tomorrow, but was definitely something I was going to be one day, if not a version of that. And I hung out with these trans women as the gay boy that I was. And then I met Jade Sotomayor, who is... um. OG Fish from season one of Drag Race have to, you know, you have to give back to the names that led you to the doors that were opened. And she did, you know, at that time I was what, 18, 19, 20. I was, oh, I went to hair school after high school. After yes, graduated this I knew. Yeah. I went to pivot point where I went ahead, did my updos and haircuts and shindigs. And then I, and then I went ahead and I, you know, I just was working in a hair salon and then I, you know, met the, the gay community or the trans community because it wasn't really the gay community. It was really the trans community. I want to make that very clear because my first step into the LGBT, as we call it, was with trans women, not gay men. Okay. Okay. So somehow trans has always been what I've known and what was most comfortable and is very different from being a gay man to all of our listeners and viewers. And I want to also make that very clear. Something that I think we should point out, too, I think that a lot of people on the outside world don't know that sexual orientation is completely separate than gender identity. Sexual orientation is completely different from gender identity. And that is what I think the world needs to know. That is the biggest thing, I think, that holds us all back. So your your brain telling you that you're a gay man. Is, um, I don't think my brain. Yes, okay. At the time, my brain. Yes, because that's what society told me. I was. That it's it's still on a different wavelength than. No, the best way to explain it is who I go to sleep as and who I go to sleep with are two different people. Wonderful. So meaning my identity can be, you know, a man, a woman, a non-binary, gender non-conforming, X, Y, Z, but um. What I choose to go to sleep with another male, female, X, Y, Z, you know, is is just two different things. I think people don't understand that they can come. People don't understand that two penises can come together and that doesn't necessarily equal a homosexual equation or relationship depending. It, it all depends on the individual. I understand. I think people are so caught up in genitalia and what we have between our legs defining who we are. And I'm here to say that that's wrong. Right. And, and that is what's holding us back. That's, what get it, that's what's getting my community murdered. That's what's shaming straight identifying males out there who are scared to date women like me who I think aren't any different than your mother that gave you birth or your Aunt Susan or whoever the fuck. I think I'm a woman before I'm trans. It just so happens that 
that, that that was given a different card, but that doesn't make me any different. Yes, that's a perfectly, you know, that's a great you way as to a say gay it. male doesn't make you any more or less man or male. It's right. just, it's a part of you. But then we dive into the genitalia, you see, which has driven society for so long to determine just how people identify. Oh, okay, she's a, she's a badass bitch, but what she got between those legs? Why does that matter? Why does that matter? Because fragile masculinity exists, and if she's got a dick between her legs, you are a homosexual. And that's just stories that we have told over history of time. And I've even told myself once among, upon a time, I've even told straight men, you know, due to them hurting my feelings, oh, you're a faggot, or oh, you're gay. That's not okay, you know? Because that poor man probably went home and truly felt those feelings. And that was wrong of me as a trans woman at those, at that time to try to use that as a way to belittle somebody, you see? Sure. So I just think this time has really allowed all of us to take a step back and analyze these things and, you know, make changes if you want to make a change. Which kind of leads me to my other thing I want to talk about is your confrontation with RuPaul. Mm. So we know that you were on all um, season six of RuPaul's Drag Race and All Stars four, uh-huh. but there's a little bit of controversy on your yes. elimination because of your trans identity and yes. having someone on the show to kind of fill this role, perhaps. Right, the very first, the very first. The, let's make it very clear. People say, "Oh, Peppermint is Sonique." Yes, I understand that, but those individuals didn't walk into the workroom with women's clothing on, looking like women, talking like women, and their name popping up as whatever it is on my birth certificate. I'm not here to argue about that because I know what place in history I hold and everybody else can try to take that away from me or say whatever they want. I think that's just people not being happy for others. I've learned the best thing we can do is just, you know, be happy for people and not be jealous. But yes, I, I did, you know, and, and, and that was a risk I took. I knew that by me going into the competition now as transgender, that it was a risk for me to have my story retold in a different light, to have my character possibly not be shown as the fully realized trans woman that I am, that, you know what, for a whole year, I beat myself up that that's not who I showed, but Maybe that's not who I was at the time, and that's okay. Or possibly an edit? Well, definitely an edit because, you know, I gave them everything. I said, well, if they're not going to share my trans story where I'm crying and talking about the trials and tribulations of being transgender and X, Y, and Z, well, I'm going to give them the, I'm going to punk you up, Miss Pheromone, and I'm going <laughs> to fuck with this queen over here and call this queen hard because she is. And this is a TV show, and this is a show that is about drama. That is about being catty. That is about being a big personality. And I'm very aware what I signed on the dotted line to give. So out of all of this, God forbid my transness and my trans story doesn't shine through. Something will shine through. Yes. Because that's what I'm here for. I knew I wasn't going to make it far. I'm not a female impersonator. I'm a woman. So let's start there. And I had to realize that after so many years of doing this job called drag, that it is a something that I love to do. 
But I think it really fucks with you when you're not so sure about your own identity. You don't have your two feet in the ground fully as who you are. So these names and, you know, the community and, and, and the politics can really, you know, punk you out. On the show, do you think that you were portrayed as a villain? Oh, absolutely. I was the one to hate. I was the one that was rude. I was the one that was a bully. But mama, if not me, then who? Because you can show me another list of queens that have just been breezed over that weren't anything on their season. And I feel sorry for them. And at the end of the day, I'm glad to be able to walk away knowing that I had a role. And I fulfilled the role because I was there to make good TV. That's why before we started this, you said, well, what should I mark you down as? Because before I had you down as trans activist. Nope. I've learned over the past year, I'm not a trans activist. I'm a TV personality. Me doing me, talking the way I want, whenever the fuck I want to say it, is how I work best. Yes. Not me sticking to a fucking script and saying, trans lives matter, which they do. But I just don't think I am the one to be held accountable for that. And I am here on this podcast for the first time in life admitting that because grown women, you know, they admit where they fall short and they are also able to say, you know what? I thought that was for me, but you know what, sweetie? This is me. Yeah, you're, of course, you're allowed to grow and change your mind and find your own path. Well, I think, Nick, for so many years, I've allowed the fans, the supporters, I'm sorry. Yes, I do like to call my fan supporters instead of fans because, you know, I just, I don't know. I wouldn't like to be called a fan. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just... Because that to me is that 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 terminology is so disposable. Oh, I'm a fan. No, you're a supporter. You're supporting me. Yeah. You're paying my bills. Yeah. Okay. You're keeping me going. You're keeping this fucking roof over my house. You're inspiring me to wake up and get on my stupid ass Instagram story when I'm feeling lonely and <laughs> sad to say, hi, you guys. Those are support. That's support. Not a fan. Yes. I think that, that so, kind of makes it uh, like raises it up a little bit. Though. Well, I value the people that support me. You know, it's taken me a long time. I think 2014 Geo Gun, absolutely. Fans are dime a dozen, and who are you? Boo, get in the meet and greet line. But that was because, again, that was the story I told. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a story. That, 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 that is what the universe allowed me to, to, to be and to feel I was entitled to. But now here I am, 30 years old, after experiencing so many changes and loss in my life, and now feeling, you know, that feeling of feeling more grounded on this earth as me. I just don't give a fuck anymore what people think about me. I don't care what I should be and how trans women act and how cisgender women should be. And, well, this is how – I don't care about any of that, baby. I'm me. As long as, you know, we can all be comfortable, hopefully one day I'll obtain equal opportunity and equal rights. Baby, I don't care how you think I sound. I, I'm, I'm not sure what stories you've been told we are who we are by the grace of God. And I refuse to step down from being any of those things like for anybody, you know? Yeah. I'm proud of you for going with your heart and doing what you think, you know, finding your place in all of this. I'm seeing what I do want to ask you though, is before you had come over, you had texted me a meme of yourself, <laughs> which... <laughs> which was an accident. <laughs> I was in the Friendsgiving, um, chat girl i had to copy and paste the meme and you were the last person i texted so i had to send it to you and it still didn't work but yes i did there's plenty of memes of me what is it like having memes of yourself and seeing people use your you know memes? what girl it, before let me tell you before i used to be like okay sickening of course there's memes of me i'm sickening 
I'm Gia Gunn. Like, of course there's memes, girl. Don't send me my memes. That's so fucking stupid. But now that COVID has happened, I love my memes. I I have become so appreciative, girl, of everything that I have and everything that my supporters and fans and community has given me because, you know, my job was pulled out from under me, you know? So losing that has really shown me how much I should be grateful for. And, you know, even though maybe there were dark times involved while being on Drag Race, maybe, 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 maybe. At the end of the day, girl, you should be so proud of yourself, what you've created, the fact that there's even people out there that took time to fucking do what it took to get those stupid memes on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should be grateful for that. <laughs> and I am here today to say that I am. I'm so grateful for all of the memes, all the bullshit on the internet, all of the comments, all of the haters, all of the blackmailing, all of it that's been done oh, the to blackmailing. me. I am grateful that people care so much about me, and that's on God. One of the most uh, iconic quotes, I think, is on God. what you want to do is not necessarily you what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Girl, I wasn't even trying to be an icon. Do you know what it is to not want to be an icon, but you just are? Yeah. <laughs> so that's you that I love. That's really the question that you should ask, is how does it feel to just be you? You know, I just... I've always shown up as me. And yeah. if people gagged, so be it. And if people didn't gag, the check's still cleared. So I've always been happy. You know? Oh, we're getting a call. Oh, my God, from Denver. Can I answer? Yeah. Call from Darian to accept. Darian? Hello. What's up, Darian? This is so cool. How are you living? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, the calls are coming in. All right, Darian, what can you? What did you want to talk about today? Uh, life. Life. Okay, <laughs> let's talk. Well, we're doing specific questions, so you have one question to go ahead and ask, <laughs> or a story. Okay. Okay. Yeah, or tell us Do anything. Do I have a limit, or I mean, a, like a timer or something? <laughs> well, I mean, we have sixty-five calls um, on standby, so let's just try to, you know, talk. Okay, okay, I got it, I got it. Um, let's see. If you would have, like, been in a, a deserted island, what would be three things you would take with you? <laughs> oh, come on. If I was going to be on a deserted <laughs> island, which we may be shortly, so please go to your nearest Target, Costco, or Whole Foods tonight, um, at least if you're here in L.A., um, I would definitely take... Um, my glasses with me because I hate wearing contacts all the time. <laughs> oh, what's so funny, girl? I did nothing. This okay, go on. Sorry. Um, I would definitely take like whatever marijuana is in my house because I'd oh, probably be good answer. The fuck good out answer. Because the world's ending. And then the third item, I'd probably take um some sort of pornographic pornography pornographic material because I'm gonna need to you know have a good time by myself. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff right there. Okay, well, thank you for calling. I love you. (laughs) Call from. This is so much. Jarrell. To accept, press one. To send. 
Jerome. Yeah, that's me. Hi, Jerome. How's it going, baby? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great, Jerome. Hi, Jerome. Okay, so I get a question. Go on. And then I have a question for okay. you. Ooh, a oh, follow-up for question. Sure. I'm down to answer. So my question oh, is, do you think um, you were treated fairly on All Stars? Because I thought you did fantastic. I saw you were. I did, too. For the record, I want to say that, Gia, Yay! you really killed it. Girl, we need to put a filter on. Oh, someone's calling us. I just want to say one thing, girl. There's no filter on that Whoever's one. Whoever's calling us on the no caller ID, girl, bye. We don't do those type of calls. If you don't have the dignity or balls to call us from your real number, bitch, I got my real number out there. And you, no, let's not, let's not even call. So going back to your question, <laughs> do you think, do you think I was treated fairly, Jerome? Um, <laughs> is this on camera, off, in reality, well, off this reality? Is, we're being recorded, so. Okay, so I. Think, but give us the real answer. No, I think I was treated accordingly. I think I definitely, my only thing is, I think I definitely should have won the first episode, the talent show or whatever. Oh, that yeah, you, yeah. I, I mean, girl, I think I gave y'all talent. <laughs> you but, did. I, mean, I, I, it was traditional. It was beautiful. I felt like you're the only one that did something that was very like. Miss RuPaul couldn't take know. me, girl. Should we take the next call? Yeah, Jerome, we, you're not responding, so we have to take the next call. I <laughs> love you. from? Uh, Clay. To accept, press one. Just- Hello? Hello? Hi, Clay. How's it going, baby? Good. How are you? Doing great, Clay. What brings you to the show today? I don't know. I just want to connect with people because I'm lonely and I have oh, nothing to do. So, so, I mean. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, you yeah. should subscribe to my OnlyFans. You might feel not so lonely. Wait, what's on your OnlyFans? <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I don't have... Wait, you guys, should I... <laughs> what's on your OnlyFans, Gia? Tell us slowly. Oh. Um, 5 dollars I'm a cheap little... <laughs> 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 Can you imagine new pictures of me... Uh, not for five ninety nine. For five ninety nine on my knees for RuPaul. I think people would pay a lot oh, more than five ninety nine to see that. To see that. <laughs> oh, Wait, apologize for what though? Nine as in six hundred dollars, not oh yeah, $5. word, oh word, word. yeah right, girl. Word, this word. is fucking Asian <laughs> pussy. So, baby, what's going on? You feel lonely? Well, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know what? I feel so lonely too, girl. Do you got your mask on? <laughs> I'm not in bed. Because you know nowadays our masks keep us company, girl. So if you get you five masks, that's five more friends that you had yesterday, girl. Also, people need to wash their masks. Well, people need to not be buying cloth masks because that's disgusting. Wait, what do you wear? Baby, I wear KN95. Oh. I am the real cunt. You think I can afford to get sick? Girl, please. I got a life and a bright future to live. (laughs) <laughs> Baby, I'm so sorry that you're feeling lonely. Can you give us the top three things that you're doing at home to go ahead and not stay so lonely? lonely? Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. Hold the phone. Do y'all know my latest obsession is Justin Bieber? 
Oh yeah, I I'm saw your so Instagram. Lonely. Oh girl. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. No thank you. Well, girl, Mm-mm. I didn't say that I won the fucking singing challenge, girl. <laughs> I just said I won the talent. So some of us are dancers, not singers. Okay, boo. Mm. Does does that answer your question, caller? Uh. I guess I don't know. Where are you calling from? Long Colorado. Mind. You're you're Long calling mind. from the Longmont, girl. Do you know I was just out there visiting my daughter, Jake Warden? And you didn't come visit? Wow. Well, baby, if it's uh... twelve inches, I might. <laughs> I didn't get an invite. I I didn't know that there was girth in the vicinity. <laughs> Wait, how old All are right. you? How old are you? Yeah, Jerome? make sure he's of age. Oh, how old do I sound? Old enough, baby. Old enough, baby, to go ahead and whip it out and show me a good, nice Friendsgiving. (laughs) Oh, I'm 20. Oh, that's a perfect age, babe. Oh, he's young. He's got the baby. The world is your oyster. Are you a virgin? Yeah. You are. No way. Are you? Yeah. No, I knew it by the way that you were so disturbed by the way I was speaking to you. No, no. I knew that you are tight as a whistle and as tight as a cat, Miss Thing. So yeah, if you were to go ahead me. and lose your virginity, would you be what we like to call here in modern day society the top or the bottom? Or are you going to be somewhere in the um, middle like I was for many years? I'm the bottom. Oh, boom. Give me the bottom. You know what? Yeah. When I my first She's sexual fish. experience, I was so afraid to bottom, I topped. Well, you should be. I was afraid. Oh, oh we got another caller. We got another caller. Call from. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Hello. 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 Yeah, hey, Hello. can you hear me? Gia? Yes. Hi, Gia. Hey, doll. What's the tea? I'm just joining us. What's the tea? Okay. All right. I have one question for you. Okay, girl. Go on. Okay. um, If there's one thing you would have done differently on Drag Race, what would it be? Wow. What a good question. If there was one thing that I could have done differently on Drag Race, what would it be? I honestly think the true honest answer is have had been more prepared because Um, I thought I was sickening and I just went in there. I mean, I prepared, but I think I could have done simple things like actually thought about what character I wanted to play on Snatch Game instead of saying, well, I'm not probably going to make it. Well, you had one picked out. Didn't you have one picked out, but then someone was already doing it and you switched? Well, yeah, but you know... Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, so that's my answer. Okay. I have one question for Nick as well. Yeah. Great. Okay. When are you going to have Tyler on the podcast? Tyler and I talked about it. Um, I'm waiting for the right episode, but I think the plan is that we're going to do a crossover Hello LMAO Cycle Babble episode. Oh, my God. So we'll see you okay. someday soon. Thank you so much. I need to start a petition. Start. I love I love Tyler. Yeah, we all love Tyler. My boy. If you guys are you know good listeners and you know write a review since this Thanksgiving, 
you know, we all might be able to see Tyler on. Do I dare take a no-caller ID? Yep. We love you, gal. Call from the Oochie Coochie Man. Oh, to God. accept, press you know 1 this is? to send a voicemail. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Hello? 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 Hi, who's this? This is the legendary Uchi Coochie Man. Hi, big Uchi Coochie Man. How can we help you? The legendary Uchi Coochie Man. How legendary is legendary? <laughs> as legendary as can be. There's another call. Did no, you, just legendary. I'm the Uchi Coochie Man. Impersonating somebody of a different race is insulting. Goodbye. Well, that, we're going to get some that's of those. The crap okay, shoot. I wanna, that's the crap no, shoot. I want to talk about one thing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. One thing that I want to talk about are. Oh, let's take this. <laughs> okay. Call from. To accept, no press name. one. To send a voicemail, press being... two. <laughs> Hello? Why are there so many... Hello? Hello? Hi, who's this? Hi. I'm Becca. Hi, baby. How are you? We have to go. You can't just hang up on your company. Gosh. <laughs> How do I get that noise to point. stop? Well, babe, you have people calling a Google Voice. It's, I think I should Look, we off. just got six calls, in, six a calls in a row. I think you should turn yours off. It's I too many people. It's too many people. So y'all are just in the house, bored, bored in the house. and Here's a voicemail. Oh, that was sweet. That was sweet. I love you, too. Someone said... Yeah, they're probably really enjoying that view more than they love us, but yeah. What? Did he just say how big is it? I don't know. Hello? Call oh. from. This is Roland. Oh, sexy. Hello? Hey. Hey. Um, Are you guys still doing the live show? Yeah, baby. What's up? <laughs> yeah, you come from, from the after the dark special. Huh? <laughs> Are you calling for the after dark special? <laughs> the after dark special. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get extra olives? Oh well, we're vegan here, so actually we only have cream to offer. <laughs> Wait, that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> What's going on, <laughs> sweet? Fuck olives. That's olives disgusting. Are... No one. Olives them. are totally vegan. Well, not when you're bottoming. So what's up? <laughs> Not them. I'm just calling from Omaha. Do you have one question Omaha. for me or Nick? Um, so I was uh, just wondering how do, how do you guys feel about the coronavirus? <laughs> That's a question for Gia. <laughs> oh, Nick, you can go. First. Um, I think Let's that everyone should be wearing masks. I think everyone should be limiting their uh, time out in stores and yeah. things that are not necessary. I have to go to yeah. work every day, so I'm dealing with that. But there's things that people have to do. But, I mean, if you're asking me if people should be going home for Thanksgiving, absolutely not. Okay, should you, like, say, you know, your family lives in the same city, can you go to your family's gathering? If you live in the same city and you haven't been anywhere in the past 14 days and neither have they, I'm open to it. Okay. And what about you, Gia? <laughs> she is sitting um, silently nodding her I head. have decided as a public figure to not give public advice anymore because <laughs> I just don't think it's safe. And I am not a doctor or have ever claimed to be someone of complete 
knowledge. So I don't really like to give out advice, but I honestly think if it is a group of five to 10 or less, and you guys have all been tested and you guys have all safely quarantined, why not? But like for me, my grandmother's a hundred years old. Holy shit. um, Pushing 70 and I'm not flying home because my family just told me it's just not happening this holiday. And, I was it's just not worth sad it. and upset because I am feeling a little lonely this holiday season as I do every year as a single gal in West Hollywood. But like I bought myself a tree. Girl, to sum up yeah. the answer to your question, <laughs> COVID-19, three words. It's fucking horrible. And we're tired of it. I have to work. You know Good. What? At least you have and a job. God bless you that you have a job because yeah. you're talking to a gal who's unemployed. So life could always be worse. Well, yeah, that's true. But we got to go, baby. We got someone coming from Corpus Christi. <laughs> Call Sayonara, from tuts. The hoochie coochie man. Oh, not her again. <laughs> press one. Nope. To send a voicemail, press two. Let's send that one to voicemail. Okay. At any time, you may I press the caller to voicemail. Ah! <laughs> There's too Oops, many girls. Your caller just hung up. One. Oh, Goodbye. they hung up. You're welcome. Call from. Joe. To accept, press one. To send. A- Joe. Yes. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. <laughs> I was just calling because I know that y'all been having trouble getting people connected. I put a post on there that I keep calling and say y'all are not doing a podcast. But uh, <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to say is like, I have a question for for her. Is uh, that uh, for Gia? I've dated guys. Yes, I've dated guys before. Yeah. That since the beginning didn't tell me they had a girlfriend or fiance or a wife. Later to find out two, three years later down the road. And eventually I moved on and they moved on. But then every now and then they still try to come back or try to call you or try to find you through social media. What is her recommendation? Something like that. First of all, what's my name? <laughs> Sir? Oh, Is this live? Yeah. This yeah, is, yeah. Baby, what's you are name? on. <laughs> No, it's just that I got nervous because I, I was thinking I was going to get another voicemail thing. Can you just tell me that you know my name before I respond to you? What do you mean, do I know your name? I know you came out on the... <laughs> Call from... Oh, wait, Are we you... don't even know who it Hello? is. Hello, this is the man's brother. I am turning in your number to the West Hollywood police. Please get a life and put your mask on. Goodbye. <laughs> Do you know who that person is? Got... How... What makes you think I know some imbecile idiot like that? I don't know. Girl, Repeat callers. You better ask your girlfriend. Uh, maybe Miss Cassandra. Those are Cassandra's calls trickling in. <laughs> Look, we're at 60 Miss Shout calls. out to Miss Cassandra. Uh, what the uh, fuck? Look, I don't look you at none put of your these calls. Real number on there. N- absolutely not. If you put your not. real look number, at, I, listen. I'm trying to answer I the phone, but they put all my keep... real number. No, people will start. Call... Look at they all keep not going to the miss... hoochie coochie. Look at there's too many calls. Well, why, babe? I don't know why. The, none of them are going through. It's... You're not even like with J Lo, <laughs> baby. Might as well be. <laughs> oh, here we go. Should I turn off my live? I don't think that's contributing to. Hello. To accept, press no, one. No, to send no, a voicemail, press two. <laughs> Madison, okay. Wisconsin. I sent the caller's voicemail. At any time, you may press star to join the call. Oh, someone in my live is saying that they keep going to voicemail. Your caller just hung yeah. up. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know how to fix that. Oh, well, look. I'm Becca, and I have a question for Gia. 
What was it like being on season six of Drag Race and All Stars? <laughs> you know what, Becca? It was simply amazing. And I don't regret it at all, girl. Yeah, go through those. I listen every week. I love the show. Love you got guys. <laughs> Who the fuck you calling a guy? Uh, during Trans Awareness Week? How dare you? You know what? It's so funny because I get, I use that one every time and it gets the girls. <laughs> funny story on All Stars 4. Kid you not. We're all there. Tired. Production, post-production, pre-production, pre-transition, post-transition, all of it. The girls are there. And the producer's like, Okay, now I need you guys to step back five. I said, guys, who the fuck you calling a guy, baby? And the whole crew and just the whole cast lost it, girl. It was honestly, that was the best time. Oh, gee. Oh, come on. We got another caller. Call from. Hi, who's this? Ivan. Ivan, what's up, baby? Hi, Ivan. Hi. Hi, doll. Hi. Or Gia. Are you feeling like pussy feel like cunt before I ask? <laughs> sure. Are you crying or? <laughs> Are you okay, caller? Are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need a tissue, baby? Yeah. I'm okay. Take a deep breath, baby. <laughs> are you feeling like pussy or are you feeling like cunt? I just need to know. Um, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Say, what's your question, hon? Um, I wanted to ask because uh, I am a homosexual, but I'm also a trans man. Okay. And, oh, uh, this is getting good. And I ask you, oh, what goodness. does trans pride mean to you? What does trans pride mean to me? Yeah. Yeah. Trans pride means to me knowing that being transgender is a state of mind and not a state of being. Does that make sense? That's having pride. Let's ask the audience. That's having pride in who you know you are, not in who you appear to be, look to be, sound to be, walk to be. I think having trans pride is truly being proud of your, you know, your voice as it is. Although I wish mine was more passable, I'm proud of my voice. You know, there's features about me that I think I wish were more feminine, but I have learned to become more proud of those things instead of trying to suppress those things or be um, um, embarrassed about those things or feel less than because I'm not up to what you know, the gender norm is for a woman here in 2020. So for me as a trans person, I think that's what true trans pride looks like. I love that. What does it mean? To Solid you? answer. And, can, and, and, and I'm not being funny here. I am very intrigued on knowing how you identify and, and, and how that all, you know, how, how, how that all works out. So you're a trans man. Yeah. But you're homosexual, so you date other men. So to what extent do you identify as a gay male versus a trans male? Um, I'm confused by the question. 
Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because even for those of us that belong in the community, I think sometimes we let our sexual orientation and our gender identity even confuse us. What I'm asking is, because those are so similar, right? Remember, Nick, we were talking about yes. this. This mm-hmm. is a perfect example of now where we're being confronted with a, a, a time where even an individual who may identify, it's like, well, where does that line draw, right? So you are, you are, you're a trans man, but you date other men. So also try not to put a label on it, right? Like, why, why do we try to put well, ourselves right. in these That's boxes? Like, so you are, you are, you are a man that that dates other uh, other men. Yeah, but I for just me, think people... identify. Uh huh. Tell me, a gay man is very like gender affirming. Yes. To me, yes. Even a lot of people don't understand um, what that means. Absolutely. For me, um, but they don't need to understand because I understand. Correct. Um, exactly. I love that. That's what this show is supposed to be about, too. It's supposed to be about educating people, people telling their stories. Absolutely. Well, we really appreciate you, and God bless you and your journey. But we have another caller, and I love you so much. Happy Trans Awareness Week. Call from the Babby B. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Hello? Hi. Hi. Hi, Tia. Hi, baby. What's going on? Hi, you're so pretty, babe. I just wanted to tell you that. You're so pretty, Gia. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. You're welcome. They hung up. That was a nice call. (laughs) Didn't get to hear my sound effect. People scared to get call from. You know what I mean. Sawyer. To accept, press one. Do you want to answer it? Voicemail. Press two. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Who are you? Baby, you called us. Is this Gia, guys? This is Gia. What's going on, babe? Do you have a question for me? Oh, my God. Is this actually Gia, guys? Are you feeling like pussy, feeling like cunt? That's the real question. What do you feel think, like caller? Pussy, feel like cunt. Oh feel my like God. pussy, feel like cunt. Feel like pussy, feel like cunt. Are you duck walking? Oh, yeah, What's your oh name? God. Where Let are you from? You were my favorite of season six. Oh my oh gosh. My gosh. You are You're so girl. sweet. You're my favorite that's feel called like all day because like you this. actually know my name. Aww. What's your name and where are you calling from, babe? Girl, my name is Sawyer and I'm calling from Wisconsin. Hey. Hey, Midwest shout out to Wisconsin. And what is your one question hey, for me and Nick? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Okay. So basically, my question is, I don't really have a question. I just have a comment, girl. Okay, girl. We take comments, whatever it is. I I really like... We're not concerned. I (laughs) honestly was so sad when you were eliminated from All Stars. Mama, that is so sweet I was too. And I love you so much, but we have another caller, okay? We love you. Call from... It's Gina for Gia. To accept, press 1. Just... Do you know who this is? Oh. Hello? Hello? Hi. Is this Christina? Hi. Hi, Christina. It's Gina. Oh, oh Gina. Gina. Yeah, how did you hear Christina? I heard Ia. Yeah, I don't know. I heard the Gina, because you know what? The girls try to call me Gina sometimes. <laughs> oh, really? What's the team is Gina? <laughs> Wait, is this Gia? 
This yes. is the actual g g g g r. You feeling like pussy? Feeling like? Wait, cunt? Gina. Listen, it's Gina. Gina Garen from New York. Gina. Hi. What's the tea, girl? You know her? I do know Gina. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm watching this live, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna try to yes! get through." And here we are. Wait, Gina, what's the tea? Hold on. Can oh, you- I can hear it now. Wait. Babe, we're getting another call. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. No, I got to talk to my girlfriend, Gina. You know I'm going to do Miss Gina like that. Gina. Hi, Tia. Do you have a question for me and Nick that would maybe help things go around during this time? (laughs) How do you always be so on? Like, I want to be like that. How do you get to, how do you just like... (gasps) You know what I mean? Being a real star, honey. <laughs> I'm watching this. This is so funny. Wait, Gina, are you ready now. for me but to do my to... own? I need to do my own, girl. I love you so much, y'all. And that's Miss Gina Garen. My uh, yeah. what is it, Mama? My Good Judy dot com. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. that? What's my that? What's that? What's that? I want you to call me tomorrow. They I'll have... call you. Okay, Gina, we love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Too. Good luck tonight. <laughs> Bye. I love Gina. Bye. She's one of my favorites, girl. Let me tell you something about Ms. Gina Guerin. And y'all drag race industry folks know exactly what I'm talking about. Gina Guerin, she is <laughs> an agent that books drag race girls. She's okay. you know, agent for Will and Bella and other very uh, known queens. She is a wonderful woman who did something what I like to call help the doll. Do you know what I mean? No. she helped me she's how did she she, help you she helped me in producing merch she helped me get stuff together for my drag con she was like a fairy godmother to me and i would just for always i'm so thankful oh that's so sweet that really wanted to help me and still do call from pp to accept press one to send a i'm always looking at you like i don't know what's up What's up? What's the tea? Now tell me, what's the tea? What's up, Gia? And that's tea I'm for Gia in the house. Go Gia. Week, it's your birthday. Go Gia. It's your birthday. Go, it's your birthday. Go, it's your birthday. It is my Go, birthday. Gia. You also find my Amazon wish list. <laughs> Link in the bio, yeah, I'll be sure girl. To check it out. Yeah, girl, I, don't, I got cheap stuff on there. I got tennis bracelets. I got I got a bunch of stuff, girl. So I hate it when guys tell me I can't afford it. Girl, you don't know what. Maybe you can buy my Clorox. Like, they're nine ninety nine. <laughs> What's up, babe? What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Bernie, and I'm calling from Houston. You Bern- sound like you have a big one. Bernie. You want to find out or what? Oh! Baby, geogunbeauty at gmail.com. I do welcome dick pics. But they have to be connected to a face, girl. Gia, you're not even talking about my sound effects. Did you hear that one? Girl, these sound effects are just, they're too, okay. (laughs) Girl, are you loving the sound effects? Yeah, of course. I did Yeah, I'm getting my zhuzh. Oh, oh, they're getting their zhuzh with the sound effects. See? Yeah. I just think they need to be quicker and more readily No, available. part of it they're is that they're always a little delayed. bit of time. So I'm <laughs> that's, like, that's one of the hallmarks of the show. <laughs> Can we take this man's question Go, for you and oh, I? shit, sorry. <laughs> Caller, what brings you to the show today? Okay, I do have a question only because um, I got into like kind of like an argument because back in the day... Um, you know, tranny was the thing, you know, 
um, the word the name, I guess. So my question is, Gia, do you get offended um, if someone says tranny versus transsexual or? I love this question. And baby, you know, I'm the right bitch to go ahead and answer this. All y'all better have the maybe not the screen recording. What's your name again? Bernie. <laughs> Bernie. Hey, Gia. I'm going to tell you, I went to a show and uh, we actually met and stuff. I made a shirt for you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so you're like a real supporter. A DeLorean shirt, remember? A DeLorean shirt. Oh, it? my god! What is DeLorean? So sweet. You don't know what a DeLorean is either? You see, I knew I wasn't the only dumb What's DeLorean? On the block. It's a car, girl. <laughs> Get into the gigs. Oh. Okay, so what I was just asked, which I think is a fabulous and very necessary question, does the word tranny, T-R-A-N-N-Y, offend me, and how do I feel? Is that how, is that how the question had gone? Yeah, that's the, okay. that's the question. That's the question. So I was raised amongst transsexuals and the word tranny was always used whether it was referring to i the person them the people us as the people i do believe that tranny and transsexual so i was raised knowing that that word was okay just like i was raised knowing that faggot was okay if anything faggot was a compliment because you're lucky if you're that sickening to be a faggot or a tranny. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? This is just the culture that I was brought up in in Chicago decades ago. Well, I'm only 30. So right. this, I, let me not go ahead and outdate myself. <laughs> but I do believe that the sensitivity around the word has changed enormously. And I'm going to go ahead and say it is because RuPaul's Drag Race went out of the woodwork to take the word shemale out of their vocabulary that had been a part of it for seasons. And then I think... Was she male offensive? It wasn't to me, but it was to my sister, Carmen Carrera, who felt that it was important to have this word removed from the show. It offended her, but it didn't offend women like me. So this is my overall response, and I know we have 69 callers calling, but they're not calling to ans- ask about this, and I think this is very important for those of us who actually do what I call give a fuck. I think that the word is okay if it's used in safe spaces amongst others who also feel safe using this type of vocabulary. I don't think that it's safe or proper to use it amongst individuals where it might be at risk that you might insult somebody or press the wrong button that doesn't need to be pressed. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. You said Thank okay, you like I didn't just answer your motherfucking question. <laughs> yeah, that was a very thought out <laughs> response. So thank you. Call from <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the show moving here. Hello? Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up? Uh, How's it going, baby? How can we help you? Yeah, what's the tea? <laughs> Hello, baby. You gotta turn the live off baby, in the you background. Turn the live off. Turn the OnlyFans off. What's up? <laughs> Speak up, boo. You got sixty nine. I seconds. think they hung up. Well, they're late. Call from call. Oh. Alec. Oh. To accept, press one. Alec. Hi, I have a question for Gia. Go ahead. 
I'm sorry. Is this my podcast? Um, I'm so sorry. You're I'm the so, guest. A lot of people are calling for me enough. Of course. So that's okay. Rude. No, that's okay. Oh, I'm just not used to stealing the light. Okay. <laughs> she, what's up? She does a hair flip. <laughs> okay. Um. So I was wondering, because I'm a preachy trans man, if you have any tips on how to like be confident enough to be assertive with people with using the right pronouns when you don't feel like you pass enough for them to respect you. I love this question. Person. And you don't feel that you deserve the respect because you don't pass? Sure. I, I, this is a very good question. Um, I honestly, babe, don't think I have a 100% solid answer as I don't because I don't think as a trans person, there's never the end of the rainbow, right? We're always learning and always developing. So it'd be wrong for me to say, oh, I'm a fully developed trans woman because I have boobs and whatever says on my birth certificate. So... Please forgive me if this is not the correct answer. I don't think there is a correct answer. But I honestly think it is just standing your ground in who you are and demanding respect. Um, I get the part of feeling not deserving of the pronoun. That is deep and that is something hard because it is hard to demand for something that you feel that you don't deserve. I think if the pronoun is making you uncomfortable or making you feel... I think you need to stand up for who you are and who in, in, in your identity. And, and you do have to stand by that. And I know early on it, it, it can be harder for others, but I really do think you need to soak into your identity. Know that this is who you are and know that this is going to be an issue for the rest of your life, no matter how passable you are. And know that this is just part of being trans. Okay. Thank you very much for the advice. And by the way, you said it was your birthday, right? Oh, we were, not, we were just joking. I was just joking about that. But. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that's cool because it's also my birthday. So oh, oh like my birthday. Happy birthday. Judith. I would sing Thank for you, you, but I think that I think that we would lose a lot of followers and viewers if I started to sing. Wait, Gia, you should sing. Just give... Happy birthday <laughs> to <laughs> you. <laughs> Happy oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> you, you're so welcome, Angel. Did no, honestly, on a scale of one to ten, how helpful and honest was my response? It was very helpful. It, reassured. It's a hard one, babe, and I want you to know there's not gonna be any words or advice that are gonna make you believe that you are the man or woman that you are. And I just wanna tell you that right now. I struggled with this early on as well. Um, and you just gotta, girl, you gotta let him know. You just gotta let him know, ma'am. It's he, not she. Yes. And baby, if they don't like it, you slap them and you move on. I love you, girl. Call from Milan. Hello? Hi, is this Gia? Yeah, is this like Milan, Italy? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Anyways, my, hi, oh, my, oh my god. It's her girl. Can I ask you a question? Yes, can you can. Can I ask you a question? Are you feeling like pussy feeling like cunt? Oh shit. Pussy, pussy, cunt, 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 pussy, yeah. pussy, cunt. I just did an imaginary okay, backdrop so... back, yeah, moment. Okay, what's the question, girl? I have a question. Okay. So um I've been thinking about transitioning for like a year now. Okay. I've been going by girl pronouns, switching everything, haven't been feeling male. 
But there was a point where my mother wasn't acceptive of who I was, so she wasn't signing for the hormones. God Are you was, under 18? She finally did, and now I'm on HRT. Thank God. For, yes, and this is my second week, but I'm starting to feel like very... Cunty. Like I'm, I'm starting to doubt. No, oh. the opposite. Like I'm starting to like doubt myself and stuff like that. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. what it is. Is this because there's a lot of changes happening really quickly? I feel as if I'm still seeing myself. Like when I look in the mirror and I'm like out of drag and stuff like that. I don't feel. Like, I keep on feeling, like, this male feeling, and I don't like it. So I'm not sure, but it is. Yeah, it takes time. How old are you? I'm 17. So I'm going to give you the best advice that my actual birth mother gave me, which was give yourself until you're 25 to fully commit because that's when our brains are fully developed. And that's actually when I, you know, waited to transition, and I think it was the best thing that I could have ever done. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Call from Allegro. What a hundred COVID tits. What's the team this thing? Oh, my question was okay, so like, um, I don't know, like, lately I've been feeling like this whole like Harry Styles stuff. Do you guys feel like he's like queer baiting? Who? Harry Styles? No. I don't even know who that is. So he okay. This is, let me job. let me fill you in. Harry Styles from One Direction took a photo in a dress for Vogue, and people were uh, had a lot to say about it. Okay. Well, what's wrong with that? Exactly, nothing. But they're saying that him doing that is kind of like asking for attention, more or less. Well, he is, and people need to either give it to him or sit down. There you go, caller. You know. Okay, I love you, Gia. Love you, baby. Call like from. My name is Alex, and I'm ready to accept. She's Press fine. one. <laughs> Wait, who is this? I don't know. She's. <laughs> oh my god, is this is this for real? This Are is for real. Gia, Are you feeling like pussy? Feel like cunt? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Stick it in the butt. Like pussy? Feel like cunt? Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Wow. I'm here. Oh my god, Gia. Love you so much. Um, so my question is, so there was a lot, you know, with Stan Twitter, a lot been going on. <laughs> How do you deal with the haters and all the people that just want to give negative BS? Like, how do you cope with it? Stan Twitter. Well, this is a very, well, you stay off Twitter. That's how you do it. <laughs> Honestly, babe, um, I thank you so much for asking the question. I think it's a very valid one for all of our listeners, even the trolls and other people that do even partake. You know, it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, oh, I just put the hater blockers on because us as, you know, public figures, trust me, girl, we see all the comments. We read all the comments, no matter if you got millions, gajillions, or two. You read the comments, and you do, at some point, start to you know soak in these things. And unfortunately, as a creator or as a public person, you know sometimes you start to believe the things that you read. So it is very difficult. I have learned to just choose my battles, you know, and be wiser when it comes to things that I'm going to tweet, things that I'm going to choose to speak about. <laughs> Because don't laugh. 
Don't I'm not. I'm not. Because it's it's little gay boys like you that torment me on the internet, girl. Yeah. No, not me. We're defending. We're not defending. you. No, I'm talking about co-host over here who's snickering, girl. Um, you know, and I just think people really need to remember that public people are also people as well. We have feelings. We have emotions, and we also do make mistakes. We also aren't the most yes. fully knowledgeable. Girl, I'm not a fucking doctor. You want to know about COVID? Go Google some shit. But guess what? <laughs> Here I am trying to be Gia fucking gun, trying to give something to the girls, which is a level of understanding and feeling heard at home. Because, baby, I know the things that come out of my mouth aren't the I'm not the only one in this world thinking those things. So forgive me for going ahead and being a little outspoken. And then the girls like to go ahead and take something that was viewed by 145 people on an IG live to now 145,000 people on Twitter. It blows my mind how bored people are at home and how little people actually give a fuck about what they're doing on the Internet. Also, do you ever mute people? My friends. <laughs> I love to mute or people. Other I, what I like about muting people follow, is, but I don't really like. Well, okay, that part. But <laughs> muting muting someone because then they don't, they can't get the screenshot of the block. It's a little you know, bit more I satisfying. Didn't learn about that this year, because until this year, I didn't even know you could mute block. I didn't know all that existed. Well, I just baby. started blocking people. If you're saying something negative on my page, I just block you now. That's my new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like how, you know, Nikita Dragon did to me. I just blocked you. Wait, she blocked you? She oh. did. Why? Oh, I think we have another caller. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh we missed it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes, Perfect timing. Doll. Wait, what happened with you and Nikita Dragon? I, I just wanted to say Is this that a new caller? I met you at DragCon New York City last year, and you were so nice. And you honestly, was like, I I'm being honest, <laughs> I... um. <laughs> Um, you have what was like, I wearing, girl? inspiration to me. What happened? Oh, we have another caller, but I love I you so much. I think this person has so called much. already. Is it Mr. Call Gold? from Jose. Okay, Jose. Accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Hello, Jose? Oh, he hung up. Call from Let's take Jose. Oh, baby. Accept, press one. To send Jose, you got to turn off the live, baby. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm here. Okay, Jose. How's it going? How can we help you? Uh, first off, I just want to say I hope you guys are having an awesome night. and uh, I just We're wanted... hooting and hollering, baby. Yes, baby. Hooting and hollering. I got my Indian food in the other room, and I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, awesome. Um, I just wanted you guys to give a shout-out to uh, my friend Sergio and my friend Jonathan, if possible. They're... Like one of my best friends from uh, Instagram, and they're just freaking dope as hell. And you guys are dope as hell. Gia, you're dope as fuck. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, Gia, give him a shout out. Ready? Hey, what's your so name? So, Jonathan again? and Sergio. Jonathan and Sergio, what's the tea, girl? If you want a real cameo, you can <laughs> buy one for fifty nine ninety nine on my cameo. If not, this will have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Um, keep going. I just want to know what did, that, what did that just do for you? Um, it made me feel better about myself because oh. you know it's good to share joy with everyone else. You know, I agree. I love that. Sweet. No, I'm being so honest, girl. In all my years of doing this, <clears throat> I just never understood what a shout out does. First, 
You know what I mean? I think people just like to hear them. Um, they just like it. Yeah. I, I, I think it's because, you know, like, I, like I'm excited because, you know, you got to answer my call, and usually this never, yeah. ever, ever happens. Yeah. So why not, you know, be able to share something yes. with someone else that oh, they missed so out on, beautiful. you know what I'm I guess I've never had friends that like to do stuff like this with me, so I wouldn't know. But there, shout out to you. Sergio. I'm, I'm wait, sure wait, wait. What's me. all the names? <laughs> so Sergio and Jonathan. Girl, what's your cat's name? name? I'm trying to shout out your dog, too. Oh, my, my, my dog names are Jupiter. Hi, uh, Jupiter, Hazel, Evil Queen. And... How from? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Gotta keep the show moving. Hello? Hello. Hi, who's this? Are you guys still on? Yes, baby. You're oh, calling baby, we're and we're answering. answering. <laughs> Good. Going. I could not. I could not have that be your last question. Oh. No, thank <laughs> you. Don't worry. We're gonna keep going. What, well, how can we help you? <laughs> okay. Well, um, hi, Gia. I love you, but um, this one's for you, Nick. Oh, oh. God. Um, we, this is for sure the last Where the question. hell did you get those glasses? I, I love them. They're from Amazon. Um, they no. Are, no, they really are. Stop. Are they, are they, are they prescription? No, but you can get them in prescription. They're they're technically blue light glasses, but I just I like the that. shape. Girl, I love Amazon. Uh, do they work? Do they work for you? Uh, Well, okay. Here's the truth. I don't always wear them, but I wear them when I do the podcast and when I go to work because oh. I like psychologically try to trick myself into like... Like this is my Sasha Fierce moment as I put on these glasses and like I'm ready to yes. do the podcast. That's kind of the thought behind it. Is oh, I mean? love it. Well, I've it works for you. And keep it up. Here. Keep it up. This is an awesome line. She didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> they, did that person hang <laughs> up? Oh, uh, caller, did you have anything you wanted to ask Gia about? No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, 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 caller. Can you say one nice thing to Nick? Like, give him one compliment before we go ahead and hang up. Yeah. Nick, your smile is everything, baby. Gia, Gia, you are beautiful, and I, my ex loved you. <laughs> oh, I love oh, your ex. Your, why is your ex your ex? Tell us the story. <laughs> what was that? Why is your ex your ex? We we grew in different directions. Mm. Yeah, and they become <laughs> very beautiful. But no, hey, hey, you're you're amazing, and yeah, my he did. Would love you date you Nick? So much. Wait, are you? Are we assuming that he's a homosexual? course yeah oh yeah girl listen Aren't we to all? that voice i oh. gotta go i got another call <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good night okay well bye, baby. Personal, i'm just saying and it was so lovely to speak with you bye is he watching us Who's- gia something i would do want to talk to you about but we got interrupted was talking about spirituality yeah i know you have crystals and incense and all the good vibes at your house mm-hmm. um, wait how do you know that you've never came over i seen it on your instagram oh She's a stalker. Which, look at over <laughs> there. Kidding. See oh. all my shit? I'm trying to become a witch. I like this. Yeah. Everybody needs an altar. That's my altar. Yeah, no. Everybody needs a place of offering their soul, their dignity, and their peace. Yes. You need to offer that to your altars, girl, and get a little bit more in tune. Do you think people know about that side of you? No. God knows who people think I believe in, girl. The things people must think of me, you know? I know this year you also lost your mom. Mm-hmm. Um, how has your spirituality side and everything helped you with your grieving process? It's done a lot. 
I mean, I was raised Buddhist, so I think always being spiritual was a part of me growing up. And then I turned to God because I had a lot of Mexican friends and they were Catholic. And I was really obsessed with La Virgen de Guadalupe or the Virgin Mary. So I started to, you know, pray to God. But then when my mother got sick, I really, I don't know, I kind of like lost faith a little. Like I just didn't understand if God was real, how my family could be going through this. Like if, if you're real, you know, why are you putting us through this? Or why, well, why did my mom die? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it kind of does kill the faith a little bit. And it is a hard cookie to swallow, but it's a reality. People die. And, uh, you know, as my uncle, who is a Buddhist priest, actually, in the Midwest Buddhist Temple of Chicago, he says, you know, from the minute that you're born, we're dying. So that's just something that I've really realized and understood and had to kind of really soak into more and more now, especially here during COVID and like you were asking me on the break about how, you know, I'm just so unapologetically myself. And honestly, girl, at the rate we're going, I feel like we have no other choice but to be unapologetically us, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think regardless here in Hollywood or wherever you are in the world, I think, um, you know, people are always going to be upset at you about something. People aren't going to like what you have to say or what you wear or, or what you do. And I just think that's just, a factor that we can never run away from. And I feel like so many influencers and people here in Hollywood, they just, they strive to please others and try to please, you know, their, their followers. And I just think that yes, to a certain degree, but I think the time to be you is now. Do you think that that experience has changed your outlook on life at all? Like to before or to after? Oh my gosh. My mother was um, one of the most healthiest people ever. I mean, by the book. Organic, everything worked out five days a week, never smoked, never drank. You name it, she did it. And she still caught cancer and she died at 64. So for me, I think it's taught me, again, the moments now and that, Sometimes it's okay to do things that make you happy. No, maybe you shouldn't eat that ice cream. No, maybe you should save that money and not spend it on Chanel. But if it's going to make you happy and you're not going to end up on the street or end up, you know, having to eat dog food for dinner, do it because the moment is now. Right. And I've just grown more into that now since she's passed. And I've become more comfortable with, you know what, if I just don't want to do it, I just don't do it. And I don't beat myself up about it and say, oh, well, you should have done it and you should have. Girl, there is tomorrow. <laughs> today I wanted to do this. And I thank and, you for joining me and today. And today I should do what I want to do, not thinking about, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to do that the next day because the next day may not be promised, right? Right. So that's just where I'm at. And I think... When you lose someone so close to you, such as your mother, the person who pushed you out of their vagina, 
girl, it's hard. It's hard to understand, I think, how life works because I think we're so used to being so comfortable, especially here in West Hollywood in our little bubble. You know, we forget that there's real life issues Mm -hmm. and that there's real life things, real life diseases, real life viruses such as the coronavirus, such as real life things that I think. When you lose someone or lose something, you do learn so much. And if there's anything that I want to pass on to the listeners and to my supporters is we need to relax into the uncertainty of life because nothing is so sure. Yeah, I think that's that's nice. You know, and those are words that my that's mother nice instilled in me. Yep. My mother always lived her life one day at a time. That was her thing. And Relax into the uncertainty of life. You don't know, Gia, whether you want to be a man or a woman. Wait till you're 25. Wait till your brain is fully developed. You don't know what you want to do. Give yourself the time. And I still find myself doing that, especially more so now that I don't have someone such as my mom to help guide me. I feel like it's taking me even that much more time to really, is this for me? Because, you know, in life, you ask your mom. Mom, should I do this? Should I do that? You might ask your dad, but if your mom's alive, you ask your mom because we're used to our mothers guiding us. And as a trans woman, the mother plays such a big role in your life, especially once now, right? I'm 30 years old and I have breasts and I'm feeling myself and I'm getting into my womanhood and understanding the importance of family and cooking at home and having a home and decorating for the holidays and, you know, all these things and I don't have that one woman in my life who should be here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of feeling unjustified or like, fuck, life is just not fair, you know? Um, But I remember that I am here. I was there for my mom. And I will continue to be there for those who love and appreciate me today. You know, living your life this way and kind of like kind of like YOLO is a way of putting it simply. Yes. What is your plan to do after COVID? What's on the agenda? You know, I don't like to think that way of, oh, all these big plans of when this is over. I personally don't think that this will ever be over for a long time because I think us as Americans, we're too selfish to let this be over. I think people are too people rather die of COVID than just stay home and put a mask on. So I honestly think uh, unfortunately finding out that to be very true. Yes. Yeah. So I honestly don't like to set myself up for, oh, when this is all over. No. What can I do and create that grandness for myself now while adapting to the current circumstances? Okay. So wh- what? Be- because in my mind, this is what's going on now. Remember, I'm very big on now, here today. Yes. I, I don't know what's going to be happening in 30 years. I could save up all my money and penny pinch here today for my business in 2000 and fucking whatever. Who knows? Because my mom just died at 64. COVID has happened. We're losing thousands of people every day. I just lost my job. I lost a lot, I feel. So... What I do have is myself, which I think is a lot, and I'm trying to work with that. Mm -hmm. And so, 
you know, when this is all over or whatever. Yeah. You know, if and when I'd hope that I would be a bigger and better person, more level headed, more secure in who I am and actually have a a real business on its way or if not already out there for my supporters to really support me in the current day flesh as as Gia and not, you know, for some TV show. So separating yourself from drag race kind of and being more Gia and doing your own thing. Yeah, because realistically, I don't think people that still follow me, I don't think they follow me because they love my drag. I think my supporters and fans that have stuck with me, I think, yes, I'll always be an icon on this show and stuff like that. But I think people see a lot more in me. And unfortunately, I haven't shared that side of me as much because, um, well, it's been a very crazy year. And, you know, when I came out on All Stars, I was in love. I had, you know, a boyfriend that loved me for the very first time as a woman. And I didn't give a fuck about anything or anyone or anything, you know. So I'm slowly pick, you know, and then my mom got sick and then COVID and then BLM and the looting and the screwing and all that girl. And it's just, you know, trying to now pick up those pieces, right? Mm -hmm. From kind of last year where I kind of, you know, left off with Drag Race and All-Stars to then going through personal stuff to then now a worldwide change. It's just been a lot of change. And, you know, I think I've done an okay job at maintaining myself. I think you have too. I think you're great. I've loved following you online and always seeing what you're up to. Yeah, thanks. Where can people find you? For those listening who don't know you, where can people find you? Well, girl, if you're not following me, then you probably don't deserve to follow me at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on the Instagram at Gia underscore gun. You can follow me or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Gia Gun Entertainment, and on Twitter at Gia Gun. Is there anything else that you want to say? Final words. <sighs> you know, community, I know that right now. Everybody, especially with the holidays and stuff, you know, I think it's a hard time for everyone just mentally, emotionally, and even physically, you know, because we've been in our homes. Um, If you're not exercising or doing yoga, I do recommend and trying it because it does help (laughs) and it does. It makes you feel better about yourself. But, you know, this holiday season, just remember that, you know, um, being happy is the most important thing in life. Not making money, not focusing on what we don't have or what we think we need to buy in order to be happy. And knowing that money doesn't bring happiness. So forget about the gifts this season. Forget about the grandiose moments and just try to connect with your family and your friends. You know, even if it's without as much food or as much drinks or whatever, I think we can all appreciate and love each other with a lot less. And I think remembering that love really does conquer all and just have a good holiday season and yeah, just try to stay true to yourself. I love you guys so much. Amazing. And thank you so much, Nick Tamino, for having me. Thank you so much for coming, G. I really appreciate it. This has been an awesome episode. I need to learn from you. No, I need to learn (laughs) from you. Thank you. And 
thanks for dealing with all the inappropriate calls. <laughs> no, I loved it. <laughs> so you're good and done and not moving forward with plastic surgery? No, I haven't had any surgery for a while, Jenny. I think I've made that clear, like, about a hundred times. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that a hundred times. Maybe that's because you only read the bad things. But read what you want to read. But it was really nice talking to you. Oh, you too. And really, good luck with your show. So nice talking to you too. Good luck with Sharknado. And I hope you stay (laughs) married. And I hope your knees get a little wobblier than they already are. Oh, my knees? Oh, yeah. I hope your tits get even nicer. Same guy who did mine, right? I'll always use your advice. You're the best. Bye. Love you, Gia. Good luck with Sharknado 18.